0: Welcome to Was It Any Good? The show that tries to find out if those things we thought we liked or thought were kind of cool in the past were actually any good. I'm Scott Johnson. Today we read a page from the book of the Beverly Hillbillies. Yes, specifically, the episode IMDb says is one of their best. Season 1, episode 6, called Trick or Treat. Yes, that's right, Trick or Treat. One assumes... The Clampets have to deal with the Beverly Hills version of Halloween. I don't actually know. I know I've seen this episode at some point, but I don't remember when it was. If you've seen it recently, great. If you haven't, well, neither have I. So here we go in real time. The Beverly Hillbillies and Trick or Treat. Treat
1: come and listen to my story about a man named Jed a poor mountaineer barely kept his family fed
0: so I have a fun uh, story about this intro I used to sing it different when I was younger and it's kind of lame it's kind of horrible now but it used to be uh, uh, let me tell you a story about a man named Jed had a lot of hair but it wasn't on his head okay there was that then uh, one day while I was shooting at some food up to the ground come a redhead nude because I was like 12 and you know you say stupid stuff when you're 12 Texas tea.
1: Well, the first thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. The folks said, Jed, move away from there.
0: You really don't want to know the rest of the lyrics to the one I was going to sing for you. It's pretty rough. I love this transition when they got the Beverly Hillbillies. Right after the swimming pool bit. Here you go.
1: The Beverly Hillbillies.
0: Yeah, man. They really get you going with that bit. It's like... Uh, and now they're in their car. she got the shotgun. It's a green screen, but they're in California, you know? With uh, Buddy Ebsen up front with, I uh, forgot his name, Max Baer Jr. Come along and visit with the family. Oh, I forgot there was more. <laughs> I forgot there was more song. In when they do, you'll run
1: into a friend of theirs you've met That good old friend with soldier Flint Winston cigarettes
0: There's a Winston, Winston cigarettes like a cigarette That's what? Alright Cigarette ad right in the intro That did not happen in later se- seasons Or they cut it out when I was younger
2: Alright,
0: we're getting into it Okay, let me set the scene for you. Jed's whittling a cue stick, or a, what do you call it? A pool stick, right? For playing pool. And uh, he's coming to find out what's going on with Ellie Mae, who's descending the stairs in a lovely dress.
2: Ellie Mae Clampett. Why, well, you're the prettiest thing. I, I ain't never in all my born days. an old mountain goat like me ever get a youngin like you. You're a queen. That's what you are in that shiny dress standing there. You're a queen.
3: Feel it, Paul. It's slicker than a toad's belly.
0: Oh, I don't like that kind of talk. <laughs> 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 oh boy.
3: I'll give you this a thing.
2: What kind of dress you call that?
3: This is what you call a ball gown. A
1: ball gown. Yeah, a what ball you gown.
3: Can't you know what they named? Well, Miss Hathaway, she pinned a piece of paper onto every dress she got me.
4: Tell him what it was first.
2: You better tote along the shotgun and keep fellas away.
4: Ah oh, no, Paul. That's what I'm going out for, to meet some fellas.
2: Hallelujah. You know, you're going to find out something I've been saying is the truth. You don't have to dress up in boys' clothes to have fun with boys.
3: <laughs> well, that's the truth. I'm going to promise, Paul. I ain't going to wear nothing but dresses for three whole days.
2: And I'm going to keep my promise, too. If you don't have just as much fun as you did climbing trees and wrestling, you can go back to wearing your pants and shirt. Come <laughs> <Goodbye>, on, Pop. <laughs> all
0: right, it's kind of funny. You got the whole paw daughter business. She's all strong, right? She had like super strength or whatever, so she squeezed his hand and he made a face like. Oh, well, now he's dancing out in the hall.
3: What you doing? Killing ants? Great.
2: Granny, this place ain't got no
3: ants. I'll tell you something else it ain't got. It. That's me. I'm gonna pack up and go home.
2: Wait a minute! Hold on there. This is home.
3: Not to me, it ain't. And for my part, they can give Beverly Hills back to the Indians, or whoever else was fool enough to come here in the first place.
0: <laughs> come on, let's all go. Right. On here so that's down. a there's a little history lesson there for you. In the, uh,
2: you just got your back up because the police made us get rid of
0: Native all our American cows studies here on the Beverly Hillbillies.
3: Well, that didn't help, ton. But if they don't allow folks to have a stock, why have they got that all fired fancy stock pen down there?
2: Well, Granny, it turned out that that there was something called a tennis court.
3: (laughs) What in tarnation is a tennis?
2: (laughs) I don't know, but one of these days, we'll get us a pair of them and go to raise them out there.
0: Okay, so, (laughs) so the concept, I guess, back in the day was, hey, hill people, they don't know about regular life. They've never heard of a tennis court, right? So that must have been funny in the 60s. This is 1963, was it? I think this was 63. And uh, yeah, we're supposed to—we're just supposed to assume if you're from the Kentucky Hills, you don't know shit, right? I don't think that's true, but that's what we tried to tell ourselves in
3: 1963. Well, you go to racing. I'm going back home where I can get some good things in life like hog jowls and possum shank. Uh,
2: hold on, Greg.
3: Possum great. shank. Get those out hunting possums right now. He won't find none. I've been all over these Beverly Hills, and I tell you, it ain't easy. Climbing fences and walls and jumping over hedges to get around those cement ponds where there are a lot of half-naked women laying there smearing themselves with oil and yelling at you to get out, get out. I tell you, Jed, this place is full of the laziest, greasiest, unfriendliest mess of people I ever did lay my eyes
0: on. Here, here's Jethro. I mean, I kind of agree. I've been to Beverly Hills. I don't think I'd want to live there. Everybody's a little too dirty with the money, if you know what I'm saying. They got too much money on them.
2: Hi, boy. What'd you get? I got chased by a fellow with a club. <laughs>
0: All right. Jethro Bodine here, uh, <clears throat> famous for his rope. He had a rope for a belt, which is pretty cool. Anyway, Max Bear Jr., dude, what played him is the only person in this cast alive everybody else done be done be dead at this point so jethro holding down the fort for the future i guess that,
3: Jed? it says beverly hill bullies picking on a little boy like jethro Come on.
0: wait did they just coin the phrase beverly hill bullies did i hear that i think i heard that
3: so load up the truck and let's head for home
0: ah hold on
2: i think i know what's ailing you too you're just plain old homesick
3: well, I'm sick of this home. I can tell you that. Yeah, now
2: I got a surprise. I've been a kind of thief and the, I recognize good times. Any to let the cat out of the bag.
3: We need pigs and chickens, and he gets us a cat.
0: I Surprise, Granny! The surprise. Oh, Granny and her wry sense of humor. You know, with her uh, with her quick wit and her uh, her fast to misunderstand and 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 then make it make things worse. That's what Granny does.
2: Pearl's coming out here. Oh, shit. Bob's coming out here. Jethro's mom. she's bringing your sister, Jethreen. Hot diggity dog. Yeah, I wrote her a letter. I said, uh, Pearl, I says, um, why don't you come out here and bring Jethreen? We got lots of room and plenty to eat, and we sure is a hanker to see you.
0: Okay, remember, keep in mind, Jethreen is basically Max Bear Jr. in in a dress, pretending like he's a lady, and literally called Jethreen, you know. Like you would do that with a brother-sister combo. Oof, that's, that's pretty pretty low-hanging fruit for a comedy. You know what I mean? Pretty low. Oh,
2: boy. I've got to get us some possum now. Because if there's one thing Ma and Jethreen likes, it's
3: grits and possum shanks.
2: You don't look particularly cheered up, Granny.
3: Jed, you might fool that boy with a story like that, but not me. What do you mean? Since when can
0: you write letters? <laughs> oh, no, because they're illiteracy. Minute,
2: Granny, I didn't write that letter by hand.
3: Hell, the pencil twist your toes, did you?
2: <laughs> no, I wrote it by a new way the banker's secretary showed me. It's called uh, dictation.
3: <laughs> What's dictation?
2: Oh, it's wonderful, Granny. You just talk and she writes it down. She sure must write fast. Yeah, and with a bad hand, too. She
3: got a bad hand?
2: This one, she calls it her
0: shorthand. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's all right. That's pretty funny, right? I mean, if you accept the dumb premise that they don't understand anything, that shorthand joke's pretty good. I'll give them points. Points on the board for Granny and freaking Uncle Jed. Okay? All right.
3: I don't care how many letters you dictate, Jed. Pearl ain't a-coming out here. Leastwise, not right now.
2: Well, oh, sure she is, Granny. She's looking to find a husband for Jethreen.
3: I'll tell you who Pearl is a-looking to get a husband for Pearl. And I think she's got her cap set for that oil man that bought your swamp.
0: Uh-oh. You know who that is. That's, uh... Wait, the oil man. is that? That's not uh, Mr. F- f- freaking Dabney Coleman in the movie, is it? What's his name? Mr. Drysdale? Is that who it is? is? Mr. Brewster? Oh, Brewster. Why,
2: he lives clean over to Tulsa.
3: Yeah, but pumpin' oil brings him over to your place. And I'll bet you pigs to polecats that when he shows up, Pearl ain't fur behind.
0: Pearl ain't fur behind. Feels like they made that up. That's not even a way you say it. But, uh, they went ahead and did that anyways. Is, oh, there's Duthrine, or Luthrine, or whatever his name is. Jethrine, sorry. <laughs> All right, it's Pearl and the daughter. And literally, it's Max Beard Jr. Without even makeup on, just in a dress. And, like, a sun hat. And then you got the, the fancy man car, and they're chasing him down, because Pearl wants to get a man. And, uh... Boy, howdy, is it a good time. Look at this. It's like, woo. Action-packed scene in the, this looks like it was filmed where, like, MASH is filmed somewhere in the California hills. All right, here we go. We're getting out. There, there's, there's no dialogue yet. Here
4: we go. Hi, Mr. Brewster of all people, fancy meeting you here. Small world, ain't it? <laughs> yes, it certainly is. Oh, this here's my daughter, Jethreen. Uh, this is Mr. Brewster, dear.
1: I'm pleased to meet you, young lady.
4: Hi. Uh,
0: <laughs> May I give you a hand? <laughs> they gave her a voice. I forgot. <laughs> I thought I thought it would just be Jethro talking hi or maybe the same voice or whatever, which might be the better joke now. But they gave her like a little squeaky girl voice, and that's pretty funny. And he's mouthing it and kind of poorly, which makes it even better. So, again, points. Mrs.
4: Oh, thank you. Stay in the buggy, dear.
1: Careful now. There we are. Some good well, sound work. I see you girls are on your way to a Halloween party.
4: What kind of party?
1: Uh, Halloween.
4: What's a Halloween? Uh,
1: you don't celebrate Halloween here in the hills?
4: Well, I never heard of it. What's it like?
1: Well, uh, uh it's an occasion where everyone gets dressed up in their most beautiful clothes.
4: Oh, no, it isn't. These old things, they're just something I threw together myself.
1: Well, they look like they came from Sack.
4: Well, they didn't. I made them with store-bought yard goods. <laughs> didn't I, Jeffrey? Yes. Sir.
1: Uh, well, uh, <laughs> uh... Oh, hold on. Uh, what, uh, what brings you girls... Sorry, to it was an ad. Beautiful Indian summer day
0: following you. Ad-supported gar- <laughs> <laughs> freaking business. I had to we, skip we, we past it. We were
4: headed this way anyway. I promised to keep an eye on the old home place for Cousin Jet, remember?
1: Mm. Oh, I hope he won't mind that I had a telephone put in the cabin. You see, we're using it as a sort of a field office.
4: He, he won't mind, especially <laughs> if you would show it to me and I could see for myself that there was no damage done to the case.
0: Uh-huh, yeah, Pearl, we've got our slimy hands all over this one.
4: Well, that's quite all right. Come along, huh? <laughs> Stay in the buggy, dear. Well, perhaps you'd like to
1: stretch your leg.
4: They're long enough now. You know, <laughs> Jeffrey's awful tall for a... They're long, long enough her now. Her late father, that is. I'm a widower.
1: <laughs> yes, I believe you told me.
4: Oh, that—that's right. That's when you told me you was a widower. Uh, yes. You um still are, I suppose.
1: A widower? <laughs> no, yes.
0: Everybody was so happy about their uh, significant others being dead back then. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you're a widower, and he's like all grins. Oh yes, yes. My wife died. Like, I don't know. I think we. I think everybody was dying early back then, and they and it was less of a. I don't know, less of a freak out, less of a hindrance.
4: Stay in the buggy, dear.
0: Oh, boy, she's feeling her oats. <laughs> Granny and Jed in the kitchen doing shit. She talks to him and he talks to her. Before you know it, we've all got to go. She's packing.
3: I'm going back where I should have stayed in the first place. Now,
0: Granny, before you do something, you're
2: allowed be sorry for You better take another look around see all the nice things we got here that you wouldn't have back home.
3: Like what?
2: You know, like this great big cooking room for one thing.
0: Cooking we room.
2: We can our whole cabin in and put it right in this one room.
0: Yeah, the kitchen is a cooking room. <laughs>
2: well, if you did that, I might stay. <laughs> well. What about them big ice boxes? You got nothing like them back home?
3: Didn't need them got nippy in the fall like the good lord intended it to this crazy california stays warm all year round (laughs) yeah crazy
0: california you know uh it occurs to me the only reference to the trick-or-treat title is uh the brief conversation that uh jethreen's mom had with the dude she's courting and there's been no other halloween business which is really bumming me out do
2: good for growing things Look at that fruit there. Did you ever in your whole born days ever
3: see anything as pretty as that fruit? Don't spoil neither. Don't taste neither. Oh, now. Jethro ate a whole bunch of them grapes. Two apples, a pear, and a whole handful of strawberries. And he said there wasn't one bit of juice in the whole kit and caboodle of them. He said it was dry as wax.
0: Because it is wax. It's wax fruit, you dummies. Maybe don't eat it. Here's
2: my dry and gummy. <laughs> maybe you
3: ain't supposed to eat this fruit. That's
0: the problem with this miserable place. You ain't supposed to do nothing. <laughs> All right. I will, I'll buy the, maybe they were blocked out of culture. Didn't know about Halloween. I'll buy that maybe they, you know, think that a kitchen is a cooking room. Some of this stuff, okay, sure. But not knowing that the, that fake fruit is fake and that once you've eaten it, you've figured that out. Like, come on. I mean, what? It's a it's a little much, right? We're supposed to park our brain at the door, but how much parking? What does parking cost? How much do I have to pay to park my brain?
3: Ain't supposed to have cows or pigs or chickens. Ain't supposed to fire up the still and make a little moonshine whiskey. Answer me, what can you do in this Beverly Hills?
2: Well, you can do lots of things, Granny. Things you couldn't do back home.
3: Name one.
2: Well, uh call up your friends on the telephone
3: no you can't why not because we ain't got no friends that's why not there ain't been one neighbor come a calling on us since we moved in here
0: well that's a dark we we're going dark here granny just granny just misses the human touch hey i relate you're of a year of the pandemic i I feel you oh
2: so that's what's ailing you nobody's been coming to call well now you got to remember what pearl said. This here is Beverly Hills, where the movie stars live.
3: What's that got to do with it? What's that got to do with being friendly?
2: Nothing, I just thought it might sidetrack you.
3: <laughs> well, it didn't. Movie stars are people just like us, ain't they? Yes,
2: yeah, certainly made prettier. Wouldn't it be worth waiting for if one of these days there come a knock on the door? And we go to answer it. We open up the door and standing there would be Mary Pickford.
0: <laughs> Wait, who, Pickford? who's Mary Pickford? Help me. Help me. Why is that name familiar? Pickford. She, oh, uh, oh, she's an old silent film lady. That's why. Born uh, April 1892. Died in 79. Uh,
4: 1879
0: or 1979, that is. Okay. So, yeah, there you go. Worked with, the, with a Fairbanks feller. And all that. I'm starting to talk like a hillbilly. What am I doing?
2: Yeah, with the golden curls hanging down her back and her pretty little rosebud mouth saying friendly things like uh, "Howdy there." I'm Mary Pickford. Oh, you'd say to that?
3: I'd say, "Who's Mary Pickford?" That's
2: (laughs) (laughs) Granny. She's America's sweetheart. You know that movie house where Pearl plays Piani on Saturday nights? I heard of it.
0: Piani. Piani, instead of piano. See, that's what makes it funny. Is because they say piani. He
2: says little old Mary is everybody's favorite. Right?
3: Well, tell me this: if Mary Pickford moved in that little cabin down the creek from us back home, what would we do?
2: Oh, we'd have gone calling and brought her over a mess of pone and skin
0: possum.
3: Yeah. And has Mary Pickford brought us a mess of pone and skin possum?
0: What's a mess of pone? Help me. Mess of pone. Oh man, we're doing this in real time, folks. Mess of pone. Is it p o n e? Pone, corn pone. Am I hearing that? Am I thinking of something here? Pone. Yeah, corn pone. All right. Uh, What is corn pone? Corn pone is here. We'll we'll read the uh, the thing. Okay, so here's what it sounds like. Corn pone. All right, we got corn pone. Um, examples, the comedian's cornpone wise tracks were old even in the days of vaudeville. Oh, that's not really cornpone though. Uh, soft shell crabs are encrusted in cornflakes served with spicy cornpone. Uh, I still don't know what cornpone is. (laughs) It's part, it's got corn in it. Cornpone. Cornpone. All right.
4: No, she ain't. (laughs)
2: Gotta remember, Granny, she probably spent four or five hours a day just fooling with them and that beautiful curl hangs clear down. Uncle through. Jed! <laughs> Jed's kind of hot get this time? I got
3: arrested.
2: <laughs> yeah, policeman. he took my gun away. He said they don't allow hunting in Beverly Hills.
3: That doesn't, that doesn't.
2: Then he pointed to old Duke here. He said that dog had his rabies shot? And I said, no, sir, that dog ain't had nothing shot. I'm careful with a gun. Easy. <laughs> he said, oh, a wise guy, huh? So he put Duke and me in his police car. Police. But we jumped out and run. Oh, is Mom and Jethreen here yet?
3: No, and they ain't a-coming. Now, if you want to see your mom and your sis, you pack up that truck, and you and me will skedaddle back home where folks is friendly.
0: You want to see your sis? Just look in the frickin' mirror. Granny. You look just like her, Jethro.
2: Well, she ain't the Muliest little woman. <laughs> mule Granny. I like a, a mule. Minute. Now, Granny, will you just let me say one thing?
3: Will you be quick. Cause I got
0: a long trip ahead of me. You know what's weird? They never like cluttered up the house with all their junk. It's just, everything's clean and new as if it, if that's, you know, that they were like living in it proper.
2: (laughs) I sound like a hillbilly again. I know it ain't been easy for you out here. New things is always vexing, especially at your age, but I'm bound and determined to keep this family together. And if you go back to the hills, we's all going with you. I'm asking you, please, to stay. Not for my sake, but for Ellie Mae,
0: Granny. Oh. What
2: this place has done for her is a plain miracle.
0: We got music.
2: Why that wild engine has become a grand lady. I wish you could have seen her go.
0: Hold on. He's call her a wild engine. Oh boy. Uh, out that door, looking like a, a queen in a picture book. I tell you,
2: I just wanted to sit down and ball the way you done when I married her mom. Now she's just— huh? She's out there now. Not, 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 just wait, Granny. Wait till you see. In here, Elmy.
4: Huh? You sure? <laughs> oh Lord! Husband. you don't have to wear boy's clothes to have fun with boys.
2: <laughs> May you promised me you wouldn't wrestle. I
4: ain't been wrestling.
2: Then what have you been doing in your ball gown?
4: Doing what I'm supposed to do, playing ball. <laughs> oh, okay. I made two touchdowns
0: and kicked three field goals. Her, uh, so football. She's, uh, she's covered in goo and, and, and uh, uh, dirt. So she's, you know, all, all, banged up in this dress, and, you know, that's funny, right? That's funny because she's a tomboy. See. <laughs> yep. The audience knows. Oh, back to Dothrine or Dothrine. What's his name? Jethreen.
1: Well, your cousin certainly seems anxious for you to come to Beverly Hills, Mrs. Bodine. Will you?
4: (laughs) Mrs. Bodine? Yes. Will you? Yeah.
0: She was staring at his butt. I saw it. I saw the whole thing.
4: Will I what?
1: (laughs) Uh, Go to Beverly Hills to visit your cousin, Mr. Tramford.
4: Oh, well, not right now. I'm awful busy. You see, I do uh, fancy sewing and hat making and give beauty courses and personality building and music lessons. Then on Saturday, I play the piano over the movie show to Oxford. And then, of course, they uh,
0: That dude's oil company is called the OK Oil Company. They didn't work very hard for that name.
4: My young one's Jethro and Jethreen. Of course, they're no trouble. Jethro's in California. And Jethreen, she's fixing to get married.
1: Well, congratulations. Uh, when's the wedding?
4: Soon as she finds a fella. <laughs>
1: well, you certainly are a busy woman, Mrs. Bodine.
4: Yeah, as Cousin Jed used to say, he'd say, the fella that gets you sure don't have to worry about supporting you." <laughs>
0: wow, it's like watching—you know—it's like watching the future unfold for this cute couple right here, right before our eyes. This is the Adorable. I'm
4: telling you
1: about. It's called a field telephone. Now, with this, I can communicate directly with the men working at the drilling site.
0: What's wrong with her? She's making a face. Okay. Oh, Jethreen's outside <laughs> nodding. like.
4: Any young men down there? No, oh, yes. Any unmarried young men? I'm sure there are.
0: Well, she's hooking her daughter up then, or her man-daughter.
4: Any home toll- Oh, commercial
0: again. Hold on. That was an ad for. Uh, <laughs> here, let me pause it for a second. That was an ad for Montana. That's cool. I like Montana. I'd go there.
1: Probably all sides.
4: <laughs> yeah. Suppose it gets pretty lonesome working down there.
1: It's very likely. This is rather an isolated area
4: any specially tall specially lonesome unmarried young ones?
1: I don't think I can call any by name no
0: I think he's dumb too like he's he can't figure out what she's doing like obviously she's got a thing for him and she wants to hook her daughter up
4: I was just wondering
0: he's so dumb it's like, oh, we, and, uh, these hillbillies, they don't know nothing, but neither really does this big city folk. Uh oh, three.
4: Well, no.
0: Jethrain. He's meeting somebody named what have we Jasbo Depew.
1: Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm,
2: and uh, pretty too. You know what, honey? I got something here just for you a genuine French garter imported all the way from Paris, France. They usually sell for 50 cents, but, honey, you can have it for a quarter.
0: Oh, he's selling Listen, stuff.
2: Hey, I won't be around a couple of days. You busy Saturday night?
0: <laughs> oh, my Lord.
2: Now.
0: How With did he just wander up in into the room. highest hills of Kentucky?
2: I bet you're an armful of mama. I mean it, honey. I like big girls. You just do things, tell me. <sighs>
0: you
2: carry
3: me away.
4: All right.
0: Well, she hops out and grabs him, because it's Jethro, and then runs with him. Because big girls just carry him away, she says. He says. All right, now Granny's out fishing in the cement pond, otherwise known as a swimming pool. What are
3: you doing? I'm figuring. And I figure best when I'm fishing. ain't no fish in there. I ain't fishing for fish. I'm fishing for figuring.
2: (laughs) Yeah, what kind of figuring you fishing
3: for? I'm fishing to figure how I can get home.
2: <laughs> Randy, I've been doing some figuring too. You know, I think I got it out. How come the neighbors ain't come to visit us? I'm listening. Well, we got figure it figured. Out here in Beverly Hills, instead of them coming to see us, we
0: go to see them. Ah, oh, we took a half hour to get to the the whole idea of breaking. Know, maybe you visit the,
2: know, the damn neighbors. Know.
3: Mighty convenient figuring. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Granny, it wouldn't do no harm
0: and uh, to give it a try.
2: A lot of things are different out here.
3: Well, I'll fish on it for a spell. <laughs> Take possible. Feet like
2: a whale.
0: What? Well, they caught what something in the fishing? pool, well, but they can't the see it.
3: I've ever seen. I ah, gotcha, you rascal. I'm gonna throw you right in the frying pan. <laughs> what is it? This thing nothing but skin that's your Beverly Hills for you all flashy and show on the outside and nothing
0: no it's a freaking plastic fish it it's a blow up fish and they don't know the difference because they're hillbillies
2: it's two different things we're going to call in on our neighbors and then we'll do our judging
0: there you go that's the attitude to have oh they're all hopping out they're dressed up walking up the road
2: now, uh, which neighbor should we call on first Mr. Drysdale's off in Boston with his missus, so let's go this way.
3: If you ask me, let's go back that
2: way. I'll you. I promise. Come on, everybody, let's go.
0: Lady R. Work.
4: you reckon they'll give us a mess of pone or something, Tom?
0: Or maybe some salted down
2: pasta?
4: Probably so lie on us.
0: <laughs> a mess of pone. I hope they get a mess of pone while they're here. Oh, very primped up, pretty that lady. That
3: Oh, it's probably just some children playing trick or treat, ma'am.
0: <laughs> oh Lord, that's here we go.
2: Hi, ma'am. Uh, We're the uh, You got something for us? Yes, ma'am. No. <laughs> are you rather big for this? Yes, ma'am. Uh, we are. In fact, I don't see how anybody gets through that little door.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's looking through a little peephole door. See, that's pretty come good. In. That's funny.
3: Uh, come in and shut a spell, as you folks say up in the hill. <laughs>
2: Well, we, uh, thank you. We got a lot of calls to make. Uh, this here is Granny.
3: Howdy. Hello.
2: I'm my daughter, Ellie.
3: Oh.
0: And if you, Jeff, She squeezes hard, so. Oh.
3: Yeah. And I'm Jed. <sighs>
0: and that's that Jed, Jed Clampett.
3: I'm Agnes. Just call me Aggie.
2: <laughs> uh, mighty nice place you got here, Aggie.
3: Oh, shucks, it ain't nothing but a heap of bricks, but we call it home.
0: <laughs> All right, so she's cosplaying, right? She's totally, like, role-playing here. She's into it. Not cosplay, role-playing. She's super into it. She's like, hey, uh, these kids with their Halloween costumes, I'm going to be like them.
2: Uh, well, uh, sure is nice to meet up with you. Oh,
3: well, now, wait, wait just a minute. I got something for you. Wait a second. Here you go, Granny. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, Ellie, you, and...
4: Jethro.
0: I'm sorry, I've been a kid, and we never got entire plastic pumpkins full of candy as the thing you'd get at the door, and that's what they're giving each of them. Each of them gets a whole, a whole fat pumpkin full of candy. That seems not at all, I recognize none of this.
2: You and J- there. Yeah, thank you. That's mighty neighborly of you. And You must come and see us sometime. Yeah, we'll go hunting together. Hey,
4: Aggie, you like to play football? well there's a whole bunch of fellas that plays in the pasture down the way a piece
3: and they'd like it just fine if i could bring some more girls along (laughs)
4: oh
0: my lord none's the wiser they she just thinks it's some fun halloween business can
4: we go out
0: now oh my lord not
3: yet children not till it gets dark
0: (laughs) you should see these kids the masks on these kids holy crap that's scary (laughs) <laughs> and the clamp and stink there. Air- okay, let's hear how they handle this. Ain't that the most pitiful thing?
3: Heart rendering. Just heart rendering. <laughs> nice
2: looking woman. Friendly as you please. But them young is the homeliest I ever see.
3: knew <laughs> she didn't want to come a calling on us?
2: Yeah. Reckon I'd stay home too if my kids looked like that.
3: <laughs> I ain't never gonna say a bad word about nobody.
0: Oh, Granny. What you mean. She, she learned her thing. He
2: was nice to us, wasn't he? Sure
3: was, did.
2: Hey, listen, everybody. Oh. I got an idea. Let's call up Cousin Pearl and tell her to come on out here. Uncle Jed, you can't call Ma on the telephone. I,
0: I thought she'd be here by now.
2: I just said we could call anybody we had a mind to. Well, Ma, she ain't got no telephone at home.
3: Don't matter. She ain't never home nohow. Well, you gotta
0: look at it. She, she ain't, ain't never, never you no know, home you no. Know, she ain't never home nohow. That's a great sign or a great line. Well, oh, they got Don't the phone. To
3: spin the wheel.
0: Yeah. Remember that rotary phone? He just made that right, up, ma'am.
2: I want to talk to Pearl Bodine back in Oxford.
1: That's right, operator. J.D. Clampett in Beverly Hills. Oh, they're going to yeah, call at sure the same time.
4: Surprise to hear me talking at him on this thing.
1: <laughs> oh, they're ready to make the connection.
0: Put it to your head. Gosh, dang it, this
1: room. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
3: that you did. You bet you did. Hello, Pearl, you old rascal. What you doing down there? All huh, right, Pearl. This is Ellie.
2: Jethro, yeah, talk in a minute but first i want to say something you gotta come out here to beverly hills and bring jethreen if she can't get a husband out here there ain't no hope you ain't never seen so many homely youngins in all your born days well, and
0: that concludes i think that's it yep That's the whole thing. Wow, they had a Winston cigarette pack right up front at the end of these credits. When I was a kid, they they took all that out in the repeats. That's hilarious. All right, well, Well, now it's time to say 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 goodbye to Jed and all his things. They would like to thank you, folks, for for kindly dropping in. So there's this big sack of crap, and here's some cigarettes. Put them in your your mouth and try not to get Tourette's hills, hills that, that is winston seven, cigarettes uh, Sm- smell off. them they're Y'all great back
1: now,
0: all right that's the end of that uh Whoops. well was it any good uh i don't know i feel like i'm i feel like i've got like a childhood thing going here because i saw these in rerun form but certainly not when they aired i wasn't born but uh there's a certain nostalgia to like a Saturday afternoon when these were on for me, and it's just dumb comedy. And I kind of like the movie, the Jim Varney movie where he was Jed Clampett. Um, Cloris Leachman was Granny. Uh, a whole bunch of people like that. I liked that movie because again, it got the spirit of the whole thing right. I don't know, it, there's fun to be had, so let's give it a rating. I'm gonna give this. Uh, let's give it seven dirty Ellie Mae dresses out of 10. Uh, your mileage may vary because again, if you're like me, you liked it. if you're not like me, you'd, maybe you didn't like it. So again, it's, you know, it's why I'm saving you the trouble here. We're watching this together and you have to listen, just listen to it because, you know, doing it on video would get me in trouble. Anyway, thanks for listening. Toss me an email. If you have something old that prompts the question, was it any good? I'd love to hear about it. Scott at frogpants.com. That's Scott at frogpants.com. Scott with two T's, by the way. And if you need anything else, you can find the show at frogpants.com slash any good. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.